Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disby Insurance Intelligence Podcast, an official podcast of the D.C. Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking. I'm Chief Communications Officer Art Swift, and I'm here with Property and Casualty Policy Advisor Angela King. Welcome, Angela. Hi, Art. Great to be here. Today, we're going to talk about title insurance, what it is, how it can benefit you, and how you can obtain it. But first, I'd like to ask you, Angela, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do for DISBY? Okay, great. Uh, I've been with the department for about seven years. Uh, right now, I am the policy advisor, and I, I review a lot of the issues with the property and casualty uh, department, and I make recommendations to the commissioner or to uh, some of the executives on uh, issues that we need to address, uh, revisions that we need to make in some of our practices. And also, I reach out to the community and uh, provide a lot of information on the different uh, types of insurance. Hmm. Very good. Thank you very much. Well, let's get right into it. What is title insurance and who is protected? Well, title insurance is actually insurance on the title to your property. One thing I do want to make a distinction about art is that there's two types of title insurance. One is required by a mortgage lender if you're going to finance your property, and one is what we call an owner's title policy, and that is for the owner of the po property to purchase. You don't necessarily have to purchase your owner's policy, but it's usually recommended that you do. Unfortunately, I feel that a lot of people don't know that, but it is a very important um, insurance to have. Mm, thank you very much. Um, we, what is a title insurance binder? A binder is an interim policy before you actually get the actual title insurance policy. And what it makes that so important is that you have to make sure that all of the information on the binder before the actual policy is released, which will come a little later, is accurate. So you want to make sure that the seller's information is correct. And you want to make sure if you're the buyer, you want to make sure that the buyer's information is correct. So it actually serves as an interim policy, but it's there to make sure that all the information is correct. Hmm. That makes perfect sense. So should buyers purchase a title policy? Yes, we really encourage a buyer to purchase an owner's policy because it has a level of uh, protection for the owner of the, the home uh, or the owner of the property. So we do encourage that. Hmm. Very good. Are there different types of owner's policies? There are different types of owner's policy. You have an alter, alter homeowner's policy. You have a standard title policy and you have an extended title policy. So there's basically three types of policies that are out of the market now that are pretty popular. Hmm. And for our listeners, the Alta policy is American Land Title Association. If That's they're correct. Looking for out, out That's for correct. It. And if you need to learn the difference about these policies, you can go to disb.dc.gov and you will know the difference. Yes. Thank you. And I think it's also worth noting that the type of policy you select will have a bearing on the price. Yes, it will. Uh, actually, one of the probably the more comprehensive policies is the Alta policy. 
It is a little bit more expensive, but it does offer you more coverage and more protection on your title of your property. Excellent. I am joined by Angela King from the D.C. Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking. My name is Art Swift. I am the Chief Communications Officer at DISBE, and you are listening to our podcast. Who pays the premium for a title policy, and how is it paid? Well, that's a very good question. Thank you, Art. Uh, well, if you are a owner, a purchaser of a property, you are required to pay the lender's policy at settlement. Uh, the lender's policy for a title for title coverage is based on the loan amount or the finance amount. If you are purchasing a property and you're the buyer, it's based on the value of the property, it's based on the market value of the property, or the purchase price of the policy. Very good. Um, and how much coverage does this title policy provide? Good question. Well, for the lender, it is only the amount of the, of the actual loan. For the purchaser, it is, again, the value of the home, the market price of the home, or the purchase price of the home. So if your home is $100,000, then the value uh, for a buyer would be the $100,000 would be the limit of the liability for that policy. Okay. All right. And tell me, what is a closing protection letter? A closing protection letter is usually offered at settlement. What the closing letter does is it protects the transaction. So when you're going through the settlement process and you purchase a closing protection letter, and let me just clarify, the closing protection letter can be purchased by the lender and it can be also purchased or made available to the buyer. And the important thing to know about a closing protection letter, Art, is that if there is someone there who is running off with your money, then if you purchase a closing protection letter, letter you do get coverage for that. Uh, if there's some issues with the way the instructions are written by the bank and uh, there might be some loss of funds somewhere along the way, a closing letter will come in and provide protection for that. So a closing letter can be very important and needed during the settlement process. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want anyone running off with my money. That is absolutely sure. So um, who does choose the title company? Okay, by law, Art, it is up to the buyer or the refinancer. You have the right to choose your own title insurance company. Now, your real estate agent may suggest one, your seller may suggest a title insurance company, or the seller's agent may suggest a title insurance company. But the important thing to know is by law, you have the right to choose your own title insurance company. Makes sense. I understand that. Um, I've heard a lot about a reissue rate. What is that, and why is it important? Well, I think anything that saves you money at the table is important. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason um, you want to ask about a reissue rate is because the time that the title insurer takes to research your title, you can save time by having at hand your own title policy if you're refinancing or if you can get 
a copy or information about the seller's title policy, then it saves the title company time to research. And what that does, it's translated into a discount. And that is they issue you a reissue rate because you don't have to pay as much because they're not doing as much work. So it's very good to ask about a reissue rate when you're at the settlement table. Makes sense. I can see that. Um, is there a difference, Angela, between a title agent and a settlement agent? Well, typically they're pretty much, they do the same thing. I think the title agent has more information about the actual title policy and the title process. The settlement agent has more information about the whole procedure during the settlement process. And they'll handle more of the money, the escrow, and they do have a little bit of a larger job. But the title agent seems to be a little bit more focused on the title policy. Makes sense. I, I, I can see that. I am sure our listeners who are joining us today are wondering and have questions. And what are the questions buyers should ask before they select a title company in the settlement process? Excellent question. Buyers should ask the following. How long has the company been in business? A more established company will have experience with many different types of transactions and issues, and this could save money and time. Also, you might want to ask how much experience do the employees have? Employees should have years of doing settlement experience and transactions. Is the company locally owned or operated? A local title company will be more familiar with the market, real estate laws, settlement practices in your location. In addition, you should also be very familiar with the paperwork involved. So try to Ask questions about any information on the paperwork that you're looking at. If you have any questions, make sure they're voiced. Terrific. Those are good questions that people should be asking. Is there anything else that you've thought of? Yes. Huh? Let's see. I think in addition um, to the title insurance rates, uh, you need to ask about their fees. And that is very important because there's so many different types of fees and they can be very expensive and they can vary from one title insurer to the other, or one settlement company to the other. You want to see if they have safeguards in place. I think it's important to know if there's any type of issues that have happened with that particular company. You should ask about those. And then finally, I think important, I think what is important to ask is how long does the title search take? On average, a title search should only take no more than two weeks. Hmm. If it takes more than two weeks, you might have an issue. Hmm. I did not know that part. Two weeks. That's an interesting. Uh, that's quick. Uh, well, if they're an ex experienced title uh, company or an insurer, uh, it shouldn't take more than two weeks. Excellent. Well, that's that's a great rule of thumb there. Well, what should a buyer do if there's a claim against the property after settlement? Okay, if you receive a notice of a title claim in the mail, please don't ignore it. If you don't recognize the lender, lender, person, or the entity, then my suggestion would be to contact your settlement company or your title insurer and find out if that is a real issue, a real claim. There is a lot of fraudulent activity going on 
in that arena. So it's better for you to make sure and contact the people that you've worked with to just verify that that information is correct and valid. Okay, that is good to know. Angela, uh, it's been so illuminating for you here today. I'm wondering, is there anything else about title insurance that is truly important to know? Yes, I think DISB is a great resource to learn more about the title insurance process, the settlement process, and other important information. Please visit the section on our website dedicated to title insurance at disb.dc.gov forward slash title insurance. Let me repeat that. disb.dc.gov forward slash title insurance. Marvelous. That is going to be very helpful for our listeners to understand this often thorny part of the process, but that you've made much more navigable today. So I'd like to thank you, Angela King. I appreciate your time and all of the great information you've shared. Well, you're quite welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And I also would like to say that the information on this podcast is for general information purposes only. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. You should consult an attorney, a broker, your agent, or insurer for questions about your coverage or for professional advice. This concludes our Disby podcast on title insurance. For more information about the department's services and resources, visit disb.dc.gov or call 202-727-8000. That's disb.dc.gov or call 202-727-8000. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Thanks for joining us. Be well, everyone.